take a sip of this real quick. Ugh. Film two debrief. Ryan, how did it go? Went better than expected, which is actually quite nice to uh, to have experienced. Uh, significant production delays. I mean, I don't want to compare it to the greats like Citizen Kane or Apocalypse Now, but similarly troubled production at times. Uh, did someone die? No, no unfortunately not. Oh, that would okay, have been good. really added to the legend. Mm, okay. um, yeah. But um, and the budget. Yeah, and the budget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lawyers' fees. You know, they always. Uh, cost more than you think. Uh, no, I think everything went well. I um, I had, you know, the vision, all right, so we'll call it the vision, right, the scope and the idea, and um, I thought through a lot, like, visually what I wanted to do, and rather importantly, don't. okay, no, yeah, just, just gotta check, all right. don't worry about it. but rather importantly, um, we were able to pull it off, right, like, we had some very, what turned out to be, in the grand scheme of things, m modest um, technical goals for this film. And uh, I think we, we can talk about those in sequence, but um, but we were able to, we, and I say we in a very constructive sense that, like, I had nothing to do with with solving a lot of these issues and overcoming the technical and creative challenges. But, like, um, I think that, like, this is something that I'm enjoying significantly more as well, is that, like, that the, the collaborative um, challenge that we set ourselves and all of us coming together and... Um, you know, to solve these issues and, and come up with solutions that are in the spirit of what, like, I laid out and then we all took ownership of. And that is, like, very satisfying to see come through. Like, that is, like, intensely satisfying. And that turned out good as well. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Matt, what's your life story to this point? God, how long How long do we have? <clears throat> uh, 25 minutes. You should be fine. Okay. All right. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, let's see. Uh Grew up in Panama City, went to school at UF, and then got a job here in Orlando. So that's where, ta-da. <laughs> we got 24 more minutes. <laughs> oh, on. shit. Uh, okay. Um, How'd you end up in this room? Uh, well, I put your address into Google Maps, <laughs> and then uh, I drove. No, um, so growing up, I had a lot of friends that were, or at least one friend who was particularly into like filmmaking and stuff. Um, so we made a lot of really dumb short films as kids. Um, one of them actually, it was like the, the, the dumbest Dragon Ball Z movie. I don't know. I, I'm doing air quotes for the word movie here. Okay. That's what we should call Celluloid. it. Celluloid. Yeah. Uh, and it was one of, it was a video on early Google video, whatever it was before YouTube. Right. Um, I think it was Google video. Or something, even maybe even before that. Well, he, yeah, I mean, he, Google bought YouTube. Yeah, so. so this was like 2005. Oh, wow. He put a video of some of our friends on the internet and some like effects package that he bought. And the only reason they made a DBZ movie is because they had like the effect that like of someone powering up, you know, it had like this, <laughs> this like this radial like flame thing that would circle around, but it didn't go through the person. So it was just on top. Anyway, it was just comped right on top. Anyway, so this video so it like, looked great. It had like hundreds of thousands of views, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just my friend. Like the primary driver of this video is just a friend of mine in the woods, a, a child, um, like powering up with this effect. Of um, so and then another another one of the movies that we made was World War Two based. Okay. So we went to like an army surplus store and got a bunch of costumes and <laughs> and again we're in like 
eighth grade. Right. Yes. <laughs> or running around, um, and then because it was World War Two, because one of our friends was super into World War Two, mm-hmm. um, and he had like an authentic Band of Brothers type actual costume, like authentic right, okay. military uniform. Okay. And so we're out in the just out in the. This was this was our our big. This is our big production. Okay. So all these get-togethers, we used to, they used to call them shindigs because it was named by the guy who's, you know, 47, but in a child's body. <laughs> and um, we call so we call this one Shindig War and <laughs> still have, like, a copy of it where we're basically, we just ripped off Band of Brothers as much as we could. Sure. Um, and we made fake blood from Karo Syrup. Oh, wow, and, yeah. And, yeah, okay. so we were all, like, doused in it. And we had it all over these, like, $10 costumes we got from the Army Star Plus store. Okay. <clears throat> And that was so much fun to make. Uh, and one of the best parts is we got home and we're all like playing football or whatever, like on the front lawn waiting for our parents to pick us up. And one of my friends gets tackled randomly into grass and mm-hmm. breaks his wrist. Oh, Jesus. So the ambulance pulls up and sees a yard full of children covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to had to quickly tell him. It's like, oh, no, it's that guy. It's yeah. that guy over there. Um, so, yeah, we made a lot of, lot of like stuff growing up. Um, and then cut to several years later, after college, I got into running gaming events and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just got into, from there, like, to live production of events. Um, yeah. Is that what you do for your job? or Nope. That's okay. just, it's a, it's like an anti-job in yes. that it takes energy away from my job and also is creates negative money. <laughs> yeah, that is the spirit of the machination log I've ever yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We can, yeah. we can put that on, our mas- on your masthead, David. Look, our, our masthead is our... We're, we're a, um, an aggressively non-profit organization. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I am in debt to myself for... Don't tell my wife, several thousand dollars. <laughs> very good, very good. Yeah. Yes. That's what holding companies are for, man. you gotta, <laughs> you got to LLC up. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were we were actually an LLC before COVID. Um, then we stopped making money uh, because uh, we, no one's doing live events because there's a pandemic. So uh, yeah. that's why. You needed those haven't... PPP loans that everyone got. You need to <laughs> yeah. taste that stimmy. And we're in Florida, so I could have gotten away with it, too. Oh, yeah. No, uh, and, and we'll be back for it. We're gonna we're gonna have to figure out. We need to open a uh, an accounting department so that we can keep buying new cameras. Because <laughs> yeah. our next the next venture that we're gonna do, um, which uh, there's there's too much of a meta to this, so I'm gonna stop ellipsizing it and attempt to talk about it. So Matt, I, I brought you in on this for two reasons. One, because you asked. Two, um, you. <laughs> you're like, hey, you, you're doing film stuff. I like film stuff. We should do film stuff. So yeah, here we are. Precisely how the conversation went. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was more or less. It's like, yeah, we're both anyway. So yeah. yeah so film three is going to be, um, in the same way that film two uh, has the stage effect of being a single shot. Matt, did you see film two? I haven't seen. I've seen neither film one nor film two. Okay, so that'll we'll 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 deal with that. Later. You told me they were not for distribution. That's correct. Yes, <laughs> yeah. so. they are not aggressively so. <laughs> yeah, they are not yeah. in keeping with our nonprofit stance. <laughs> yeah, they are not. As few people need to see this as possible. That's well, but the reason for that, the reason for that is that I want I want it to be enjoyed in the way that no media is anymore, which is on its own terms. Mm-hmm. Like whenever, it's an artisanal experience. Yeah, like you have to... The only place you would see it is, Leopold, those animals have been sitting there the whole time. You just didn't look up. 
I want I want the experience of watching these films to be like actual cinema. And the problem is that when people see stuff on YouTube, very very occasionally they'll watch it on something as large as a laptop, let alone on an actual television. Yeah. Even if it was designed to be watched that way. Um, the other reason, of course, is that if you don't publicly distribute things, you can do way more with them if uh, you so desire, which uh, I won't exploit for film three, but uh, we can put licensed music in as necessary uh, right. when you don't. And like pornography. And pornography, right. yeah. Okay. Well, that's not really a restriction one way or the other. <laughs> oh, true. That's, yeah, that's that. just an among <laughs> friends problem. Um, <laughs> Is that angle? Yeah. Problem is that we haven't hired anyone yet. Like exactly. Pornography is really hard when you're relying on volunteers. You know. Like yeah. Yeah. Every aspect is difficult. <laughs> yeah, but the the idea is to you know because I've thought about shooting film like many many times. Ryan's been into film forever. Um, uh, but the only things that I've ever been like able to put together that feel appropriate for the internet are documentary type things, you know, recording the process of creating a thing or just try like, or podcast, for example. Mm -hmm. But that's not, that's not terribly ambitious in the grand scheme of things. Like I feel like YouTube has been an extreme net positive and is easily the most powerful social media platform we have, despite its total lack of like reciprocity or communication. Uh, between the audience and the uh, like YouTube comments are rightly and constantly derided um, but YouTube itself does inspire a lot of very very cool stuff almost mm -hmm. none of which I, I mean Ryan maybe you've found some short films worth watching on there but if they if they do exist they have two problems for me one I can't find them two, <laughs> that's, two a, that's a huge problem it is a huge problem <laughs> Because uh, they just keep recommending me clips of the Joe Rogan experience instead. Right. That's all. That's all I get out of YouTube's algorithm. Uh, but the other one is that I like making things, mm -hmm. so I don't really like. I go into YouTube for ideas about how to shoot videos. I don't really go on there to watch other people make things. I've had the exact same experience. Uh, several years ago, I got into watching like more. It's uh, like I appreciate the videos that they make, uh, but the studio. I think they're still called Rocket Jump, uh, but they make internet movies so like the name of their studio came from a short film they made about like video like how ludicrous it is that in some video games you can like shoot a rocket at your own feet as you jump mm -hmm. uh yeah. and then like rocket jump so they like made like a irl version of this and it was really funny and goofy mm -hmm. um but they have a lot of videos like that but all i care about is like their second channel which shows like the behind the scenes like how they film these shots and all that stuff so like yeah. i appreciate like what they made but i'm more interested in how they did it usually yeah. and that's but there is there is one kind <clears throat> of production video production where i don't do that and it's movies yeah i enjoy watching movies mm -hmm. i don't even really enjoy watching <clears throat> television like i'm i'm more interested in the nuts and bolts of a television show than the nuts and bolts uh, than i am in the case of a film like i'm i'm interested to see what they did to accomplish it but what's weird like i Again, it's I don't I don't actually like enjoy watching that like one of the greatest examples of this, which I so I know that even at this table, uh broadcasting outward, I know we're not alone here. If you ever look at camera gear review sites or um or YouTube channels that may or may not literally be about reviewing gear, they they were theoretically doing something else. And then realized the only videos anybody is watching are the ones where they review their gear. Because, this, uh, and uh, a great example of this is a guy named, um, a channel called Three Blind Men and an Elephant. Um, uh, 
the guy shoots documentaries and he's like a professional uh he's a professional photographer he does product shots he does like he does all this stuff all of his professional work gets a hundredth of the views of yeah. him talking about like this lens mm-hmm. or this camera or that like that's what people clearly care about right on that website <clears throat> um and again, like, what do you do with that? You, I guess you start reviewing camera gear. Or you find... I mean, do you, what do you enjoy watching on the internet, man? Oh. Um, I watch a lot of food YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's actually one thing. It's like food food look good to primate brain. So <laughs> when it's filmed with good lighting and good cameras and, and stuff. So it's, it's like very pleasing to, to yeah. watch. Um, and it's also something that's very every human adjacent because everyone has to eat. So yeah. like, everyone loves food. Um, it's a so, built-in market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta eat. It's like checkers. Um, yeah, I watch a lot of food YouTube. Um, that's the ma- majority of it. I try to cut down on like branching out uh, on a bunch of different YouTube and stuff like that. Uh, because I know there's like an infinite sea of content that you can just wade into and die. Oh yeah. So I try not to do that. Um, so it's food YouTube, and then another. I watch like a YouTube slash Twitch streamer, content creator guy, and then kind of like anything he makes. Um, he does a podcast with his friends, and anything like they make, like in that universe, I'll tend to consume. But other than that, I try to s- <laughs> food YouTube or that one streamer. <laughs> Keep it down. Right. Yeah. What does yours look like? Oh God. I got a list of things. These so, days. Um, yeah, these days is a good, a good. So I'm watching the sumo. Um, so sumo's sumo as a sport is great because they hold six tournaments annually for, at two weeks apiece. So there's a nice like mu- like six week gap between each tournament. Um, so and uh, there's several like people who like edit together um, the uh, each day's tournament and such. So I watch like that's my morning is usually like waking up, getting my daily fill of sumo. Um, for the tournament, and um, and then like anything, you stick with it long enough, and it you know like you you see that you appreciate the nuances and things. So yeah. watching the sumo, um, and then I do watch um, a lot of YouTube because uh, food YouTube as well because I I cook a lot, right? Like I like to cook. I have always enjoyed cooking. So mm-hmm. um, finding different ideas and different recipes, and um, it's just kind of like a like a you know encyclopedia. Like I'm adding to my encyclopedia with a lot of it. Yeah. So I do like. Um, travel YouTube uh, foodie stuff as well. And I like to cook a lot of Asian food and there's a lot of like Asian food streamers um, who do that. And then um, Joshua Weissman is another guy. He has his little kitchen and he is very good at like kind of like breaking down. He's kind of like the Gen Z uh, Alton Brown, I think is a good way to describe him. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, because there's a lot about technique and and ingredients and why you, more importantly, why you do what you do. Um, So I watch a lot of that. And then, um, God, my internet watching... I have, um, I always like find time a couple times a week to just like scroll through like smaller form videos. So I enjoy like the stories and TikTok um, things and shorts as well. Mm-hmm. And especially since we've been, because like when we started like thinking about making movies, I like had been watching these and like struck by the like variations on a theme that a lot of these videos are based on, right? So like there there will be like a trend where it's like you know, um, a day in the life of a homeless man in New York City or like, you know, like um, here's what me and my fr- friends do on an average weekend and they like chop up and like have these like little narratives and people will then like take these variation, these this theme and then have variations on it. But at the same time, there's a lot of like 
um, creativity and it reminds me of like the favorite thing I discovered because I never watched a lot of YouTube like at all up mm-hmm. until like maybe like six, seven years ago. Yeah. And what got me into YouTube was Vine. Like I discovered like Vine and I was like, this is fucking the best. Like this is like no doubt like the it's most... a peak comedy. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. And but like the 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 pressure and containment um of of what Vine was able to inspire in people to me i think elevated a lot of like youtube because like before that like production quality was low um there wasn't a lot of thought through um you know a lot of thought through process in the videos and um it just seemed that like you know like seeing the evolution of youtube over like the last like seven eight years like the the quality of these things has like improved dramatically like the the, uh, the editing, the shot, the, the shot composition, the quality of cameras, all of that is um, incredibly well done now. So uh, the sumo, um, food videos, uh, travel logs with foods, and um, uh, and yeah, really that's it. That's like yeah, because I spent about an hour a day watching YouTube, so that's okay. what, okay. what it encompasses. Do you uh, watch binging with Babish? I do not. Um, I do um, occasionally. Like I, I went through like a a. a bunch of his videos mm-hmm. um and if he uh comes up on something i search in particular i will never not watch it so okay. yeah like it's like oh yeah i want to make like beef bourguignon and it's like babish has a video on it i'll definitely check yeah. that one out okay because like, yeah. it's very much food plus film because he make like he's got to start by making foods from films mm-hmm. so he like has like a clip of a show or a movie where like that dish is introduced and they talk about it or whatever and then he makes it so I remember, I think it was, he did like the milk steak from, uh, like, It's Always Sunny yeah. or something like that. Or no, it's, uh, oh yeah, it's milk, yeah, 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 sorry, sorry. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know if I'm down for that, like, yeah. like, yeah, I'm a serious foodie, you know, like. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no just... He also did slop, sloppy steaks from, I think you should leave. Oh, very good, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not just a steak with water on it? Uh, you, <laughs> you would be correct, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, say, I feel like I could do that one. <laughs> he also did, have you guys seen Everything Everywhere All at Once? Not yet, no. no. It's on. Oh. It's on the list. Okay, well then I'll shut my big fucking mouth. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, no spoilers here, even no. with the food. Yeah, no spoilers. <clears throat> so that was all preface to what is the purpose of making a film? What do you get out of making a film that's somewhere between one and fifteen minutes long with your friends? What can you do with it? That YouTube, it's not that YouTube doesn't allow it. You could put it on YouTube and you could tell everybody, hey, you should watch this in your home theater or whatever. Except they're not going to do that. But if you have that option, what does that avail you? It allows you to do wide shots, which are essentially impossible in a phone format. They mm-hmm. just don't work. If we, if you watch film two, and again, we'll... we'll show you film two it's five minutes and 40 seconds (laughs) after we're done with this but a significant portion of film two is just one giant wide shot that if you don't have a big tv to scan during the shot it doesn't it makes no sense at all because it's a it is a it's not a broad vista shot but the three people in that shot take up just the middle ninth square okay um and the rest of it is just landscape around it. Um, so you're supposed to take your time. Yeah, and you're given time. Right. They, you you sit there with a dead shot there while they're we I guess we are fucking <laughs> around. Um, you have plenty of time, and there's there's like a modicum of environmental storytelling and all this stuff. 
it's very stagey. Um, and a stage is something you can't really do on a phone. Like, the presence, the presence of just a platform on which things are occurring is a little too big. Like, it's weird, because Twitch has a version of this where the stage is either someone's desk or it's like the studio. Like, the, I, every studio looks basically exactly the same because you need lighting and chairs and, like, there's, there's like, a composition to it. Right. That feels very claustrophobic because there's like gear everywhere. <laughs> there's just stuff, but it's not, and as a result, it's still not. It's it, there's no horizon to it, and I don't know that we accomplished that in film two. I don't like Ryan. I know you. I like. I like film two, and I know you. You like what we got out of it. But I still don't know how you're supposed to properly cap, and maybe you can't in the state of Florida. Maybe you just have to do it somewhere else, <laughs> like I, a prettier state. <laughs> maybe I mean, Ryan, you all you mentioned that um, you know we we gave ourselves modest technical challenges. Um, I'm I'm willing to say we we shot that film in maybe the harshest conditions in the United States at the time. Yes, I mean, as far as places you could do it, it was 90 degrees outside with 90 percent humidity. It was a miracle it was not raining. Yes. Uh, the sun was tracking through the sky through the trees, yes. um, which we failed to edit around. That's fine. Um, no one notices. We took we did ten takes of the main shot. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad we did. We didn't do it for lighting purposes, but thank goodness we had them because we yeah. needed them for lighting purposes. <laughs> and we still, and the final result is still wonky. Like if you're looking for it, it's clear that we should have done an eleventh take. Um, so we. I think we're done with that part. I think we've demonstrated that we can do field yeah. as long as there's no people around. That would be the next interesting thing. Matt, when you were filming, were there were there innocents around? Um, so not particularly. Uh, a friend of ours, I mean, this is like decades ago. Sure. But we, a friend of ours had this small wooded area near his home. So we went in there and then whenever the camera guy he would basically just have his back to whatever suburbia mm -hmm. you know the, the street he'd just point away from uh, we did have a neat shot where we purposely incorporated stuff there was a bridge there because uh, we wanted to recreate that scene from <laughs> uh, saving private ryan yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, of course. It, so much we want is it i don't know if it's a recreation if we used actual footage from the movie saving private uh, ryan yeah or, or the tag yeah. explodes but we had our uh interspersed with a picture or that's solid film of our friend <laughs> shooting the gun so it looked like our friend did it very so good. it was actually very good the um, solid stock footage <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no you're this is the grand tradition of genre filmmaking is yeah. the recycled footage yeah. like absolutely i mean it's is it found footage if we found it no <laughs> <laughs> bought if footage. everyone else found it as well like is yeah, it found yeah. footage yeah oh man so, so where did you guys film this in the back in the back like, okay 80 yards that and you way. had people um, we had what we, on the second day, the second day of filming, we had Anna. So we actually had some kind of technical assistance. Well, I mean, did you have people, you said that you, you're asking about if we had like randos in the oh, shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 we didn't. Oh, and that's, okay. that's okay. the thing. We have not introduced that very, we haven't like shot downtown or something. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So the, <clears throat> the problem, right? Like is we, because of like, we don't know what we're doing. We need to have a way to figure out control, right? Like we have to, we got to limit variables. Right. Um, yep. And like other, like shooting with other people is like around like, like people who don't know what you're doing or whatever. Like you don't, 
and and then also right like it comes with its own challenge and style like you can't like um you know shooting downtown has like has, has so much limitation uh, and I, I don't know. I'm just nervous about it. As oh well. yeah, like, no, fucking, absolutely. Like, I don't think we're doing it for a couple more. Films, other people, but it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And it's, also, I don't think I, I, I follow the Orlando subreddit, and maybe there is just like everything about Reddit makes everything worse. But it seems like downtown has gotten like worse, like more dangerous almost since COVID. Um, awesome. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I don't I know if you would. Film. I don't yeah. know <laughs> exactly. I don't know <laughs> if you want to have like an expensive camera set up down there just yet without a, a large. Well, I mean, we couldn't. That's the thing. We couldn't do like static shots, right? Like it'd have to be handheld. We'd ha- you know? we'd have to be careful about yeah. it. Yeah, or we just have to find like a more iso. You know, if you're if you're shooting around people, you'd want people, right? Like unless we want like the the aesthetic of a more urban setting. We need the buildings. Yeah. Like that's that's <laughs> always you know, uh, Matt. I have a running theme. I've been talking about with films because since I noticed it, I've seen it in every one of them. <laughs> There is one element that is absolutely critical to the production of a feature-length film. Mm-hmm. You have to know someone with a really big house. Giant fucking house. Yeah. Every, yeah, yeah. Mo- every movie has a mansion in it. Mm-hmm. Or castle. Or some... Every one of them. Well, you could always get like a... You could rent an Airbnb or something. So, this this is one of those things. This was um, at the bachelor party. We mentioned it, but uh, mm-hmm. even more so with the cabin that uh, I rented. We did a little family retreat to North Carolina to a cabin that looks like it was built for a f- built for a genre film yeah. about okay. killing someone in a cabin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's literally what it looks like it was for. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't quite have the budget for that yet, well, but yeah. once yeah. we get it, that is happening. Yeah. Or we just have to strategically become friends with rich people. Or that. Yeah. And that, again, maybe this is, this is of course, the tendrils going in the other direction. It's not the house that's important. It's the person who owns the house that you know. Yeah. So you, you are suddenly given access to the resources of this. But one way or the other, we can work the chicken or the egg on this. We mm-hmm. just, we mm-hmm. need to find a big house. Mm-hmm. It's essential. Yeah. Mitchell's parents have a place with uh, horses. You guys ever need horses, right? Yeah. Well, but it, it's also, I mean, is it, like, here's the other thing, and that's not to bash Mitchell's parents, whom I don't know, and I'm sure are lovely people. But I like, don't know we them also, either. I just, we, I'm just talking about exploiting them. That's yeah, well, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Mitch. Um, <laughs> we need, like, it also has to be, like, like these, like, really, there has to be something unique about it. And I think one of the things, yeah, too, yeah. is that, like, we've seen is that, like, wood paneling inside of houses is also essential, right? Like, the wall, mm-hmm. the wood must be on the walls and visible. That is key staircases as well open some ornamentation yeah that's got to be key so we're really like looking at that i think but before we do that right like i don't know what your next film is but like my film for idea requires like internal um you know internal shots but i think we'll finally have to start like purpose like 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 purposing an interior space into something else yes yeah because that'll be the next challenge and you we, you guys have just built a structure that i think could serve in the capacity yes so absolutely this is very nice so we can like you know actually like customize interior spaces to our needs as well which is like i'm looking forward to yeah also, no we we absolutely need that i mean this is a primary limitation with what i've even considered doing is that i'm thinking about places that i already live in or know about and can get to easily i mean jacob's front room is very good for customization because it is just a big big old open space with a sofa in the middle of it like it's it's quite good for that but he also lives there so it's not it's not perfect for that yeah um but i mean like he likes us right what i mean sometimes not all the time yeah well we only need to 
He only has to like us for the amount of time we're there. Yeah. So. Well, that's dress up and dress down. <laughs> Look, set set building takes a while sometimes. Yeah. We, the problem. We utilized his space like two and a half hours <laughs> shooting film one. And by the end of it, he was like, all right, you guys got to leave. Like, it's time, it's time to go. That's like, all about expectations. Right. Yeah. Just tell him you'll be there for four hours. And then when you're out in two and a half, what? he's grateful. You know? This yeah. is the stuff we're not good at yet. This yeah. is why we need to bring you on. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, we need a people person. Yeah, we need, we need someone who's run through. Because you have, um, even if you haven't necessarily, you know, done... Done. I mean, you haven't done an actual film in right. a long time, but but you do have um, you're intimately familiar with the chaos of live production, which yes. which I think if you I mean if you've been out of the game for long enough, it certainly surprised me, and it may surprise you how much it feels like a fucking live production. Yeah, like there is not that much of a distinction. I thought like I didn't I did a couple of streams to Twitch a while back. And I I tried to be on camera presence and behind the boards at the same time, and that's just not manageable. It's it's incredibly draining. You, you have to have some. You have to have someone watching everything. Uh, I was surprised how analogous that was to shooting the actual shot. Um, I would have thought it would be a little more relaxed, but you you got to get. There's so much to do. There's so much to move around. Because when you're doing a film like on Twitch, you can be forgiven if there's like stuff in the shot that's not supposed to be there, or someone yeah, walks yeah, yeah. by, and the chaos of it is sort of the point. And once the moment passes, it's just it's just gone, right? Yeah. You're not gonna go reshoot it because yeah. someone left a can on the table or something. Which there is a beauty to that in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's an appeal to that of the live performance. Yeah. So like every at the end of the day, you know, you just all right. Well, yeah. if you screwed something up today, you'll just don't do it again tomorrow. Yeah. So use it. Yeah. No. It. Um. But we're trying to do the exact opposite of that. Right. And yet, it's still hectic. There's still. Stuff. No, I mean that, that makes sense. <laughs> There's still so much stuff to do. Well, it was, it's funny because you know we we were we had set up like over the weekend we're like all right we've we've committed a week you know half our weekend to this project, all right and it's like all right we're gonna show up all at this time you know, bring breakfast, much appreciated. And then it's like, all right, so we're set. We, we had ideas and we'd, we'd gotten things together. And with this film as well, like we planned more out knowing that this was going to be, that this was going to suck. Like, oh yeah. The experience of filming was going to suck. And if um, we had not accounted for that, it would have failed. Yeah. Like we, we put significant prep time into engagement because we basically staged everything in the house moved it all out there mm-hmm. and then brought it back in because you couldn't you couldn't leave anything out there it would get destroyed right then, yeah. yeah yeah well then but then we like it's like you know we had to like account for so much because like we essentially lost the first day of film the first day's film we essentially lost so having to like go back and then redo you know redo what we had done before and then also to accomplish what we needed to accomplish with the other day of filming like you know that, that all those extra stuff it was like there's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves with this. Yeah. It's like crazy. You're like, all right, we've got to get this. Here we go. All right, let's go. We got, all right, we good. We got like, yeah. and you, what you think you'll have time to like assess while doing it is actually very quick decisions. Like, and this is like something that I didn't, I don't think we realized. And especially since. If you don't write it down, you won't check it. Fuck, man. And then like everyone, like, <laughs> then like the problem of like, being the director was like everyone kept looking at me and i was like fuck man like i like you know so who like, is everyone how many people do you have out for like just for film two like uh, how many people first date was just you uh myself nicole and lou so it was just the four four person and then we were all in the shot like, yes yeah. okay this so is another problem we've had you're also that, the talent yeah That's we're correct. also the talent and we're the crew and mm-hmm. i will uh having anna there the, the second day was 
immensely fucking like yeah. oh my like just one person who's like not on <laughs> on screen and able to like do something while we're acting while we were like performing in it was yeah. a godsend and a half like Critical. it was yeah it was absolutely remarkable to have yeah, that's usually why <laughs> i don't know if you guys know this but most directors aren't in their their own films yes mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. understandable now now i get it you know like <laughs> yeah. now, now i know how kevin smith feels you know <clears throat> oh boy no, I, well, and shooting... That's why he's always fine at Bob. Yeah. So he doesn't even have any lines there. <laughs> That's... Yeah. Well, that may very well play It's an efficiency it. thing, yeah. yeah. No, the... Um, no, shooting films, the half of the purpose of doing it, to me, selfishly, was, you know, as part of film appreciation, you attempt to make a film. It is fun just literally watching the parallels between the bullshit that we were putting up with and how that clearly translates to other people's experiences shooting films. Yeah. Like the way that certain things are edited, it because the seams are more obvious now and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, it, it hasn't like ruined the magic or anything, but it's clear when, when shots are cut strategically because something fucked up on one side oh, or the yeah. other of this yeah, shot yeah. and they didn't want to do it again. Yeah, uh, like or they like only realized it seven months after they shot. Yeah. And they, they can't. It's like, oh, your actor now is in seven different movies, and you can't have them. You don't get them anymore. Well, we all kind of like baked it into. I think we had this like because it's you know it's short and it's it's participatory and voluntary. We were like, we we shot a lot, right? So like this, you know, shooting a digital is is, is the benefit is like you can just shoot, man, just fucking shoot it. Um, so we had a lot, and by the end of it, it was like. No, we're fucking we're we're cut you know, we're we're burning the we're burning the ships, we're fucking here, like this is this is what we're what we've got and what we'll deal with. And we had like I think like you said mentioned, I think like two or three specific things where like, well it would be nice if we could fucking shoot like five seconds of coverage <laughs> for this goddamn thing. And it was like no. But then B roll is critical. Yeah. And like... but then we had like but then we were able to like think through and you know like like edit in ways that like you know bridge the gap right and that was what I think like once again this is like very essential to like the collaborative aspect because like we hit this problem and it sounds weird because like we edit like as a group as well so we like and then we had like other people as well like and people who didn't even shoot with us were like hanging out in the room and it's like what are we gonna yeah. do and they're like yeah fuck uh, yeah we just we sit in the front room i'm at the table with the editing software it's up on the tv and then there's a table behind us people sitting basically talking shit while we're editing. yeah no and just but like it is like very like i said the, the collaborative aspect is something that like i was in, in in intrinsically surprised about how engaging and satisfying that is and so like all right, we got it together. Got a problem. Let's do this. Let's solve this. What? Move this over. We got another. Can we get something in this place? Like, let's look for something. And then, like, yeah. right, this might work. This might work. And then it's... we have several shots that we built in from uh, just the camera was rolling just prior to stuff. In particular, there's a shot where Matt is sitting down and being offered a cigarette. Other Matt, um, right. being offered a cigarette, and there's this point at which he like laughs. And we ended up just putting that in the movie. Yeah. Like it was not, it was not a shot. It right. was he was just laughing at something off screen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the degree to which that comes into play is uh, bizarre. Like yeah. it's, uh, it probably won't be as much with the next film. So when you were working with your friends, Matt, were like you um, intentional in oh, like no. how y'all did? We like, were children. No, but uh, <laughs> no. I guess my my question was just like because. Shooting it is one thing, right? Like, how did, like, post-production work for y'all, I have right? zero idea. It was all our friends doing the guy oh, with the shit. camera. Okay. Um, he edited it all together, and 
he was like he was just really big into all of it so he was the cameraman um mostly the director but everyone had just like oh i have a cool idea so yes. like we would do it yep. so like we amputated my friend's leg with a shovel um very good and it turned out great so uh he did all the editing he did all the effects yeah he, I, w- I would be curious what he used to edit it because i mean the this field was, has improved dramatically this is in like 2004 2005 yeah so the movie maker, yeah, whatever Windows yeah. Movie Maker era. No, yeah. Maybe did did Apple have a software back then that I, I'm I'm pretty sure Final Cut is that old. Yeah, but... maybe maybe something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. He he made all the shots, and then we were all basically actors. And okay. yeah, yeah. Same but, as it ever was. <laughs> yeah, but for for all of our live gigs, it's mostly me in charge of everything because right. I'm just the one that's been around the longest now. Okay. Um, well, our, you you've still got founder going on for polarity so. yeah yeah but when we do big gigs or like like we had two of our biggest events were this year mm-hmm. um and uh we have a guy that i kind of learned everything from about live production but he's al- he's almost certainly more the technical kind of part like he knows everything about video signal flow audio everything okay um so he taught me everything and then he, he was at the event but when it comes down to like making sure someone's ass is in a chair and that they are doing the right thing mm-hmm. he uh, he kind of sits down and he does all the the technical directing so he's switching scenes he's entering information about you know what what phase of a bracket we're in who what players are on on stream stuff like that he's doing all that and then i'm basically making sure that everything else he has everything that he needs right. like if he he has food he has water he has drinks um <laughs> so that's usually my role when when he's around Producing, so, yeah, pretty much, yeah. pretty much. That was that's always that's all that's always the role I would like to put myself in for at least like for polarity for our, our company stuff. Yeah. Um, because I when we go to events and stuff like that, I also take time after everything is done, like so after the the shot or like the uh, the show's done for the day, I go and they call it schmoozing, which actually is the perfect word. So I go like talk and talk to people <laughs> and like build relationships so that we can get more gigs and stuff like that. So I know usually if something goes wrong, I usually know the person to go to, to figure it out. And if they don't, then start the, yeah. start the conquest. Yeah. yeah. If I liked talking to people even a little bit more, that's exactly what I would like doing in those situations, which is why, you know, I'm <clears throat> manning the boards right now and doing all this because this is, this is the side of this I enjoy. Yeah. So, and I, I don't like, I mean, I actually, I think that's one of the big things I like about just like shooting movies and mm-hmm. doing live stuff is like, there's just so much you can be involved in. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if I would ever want to be like super drilled down into any one particular thing that you would like. Like, I don't, I don't know. have to worry about that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's gonna like, be I mean, for like looking into the future, I don't know. Like you asked me like, or if I see myself like, oh, do you want to be like a cinematographer or, a dir- mm-hmm. or you know, or like yeah. a director you know, anyone Check all that apply. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'd be, it would probably be all of them. Yeah. yeah well, I'm whatever. All, all of it fascinates me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I, that's, that's totally fine. And that's, that's the exact same way that I yeah. approach this stuff. I like, I, I don't like mastering things. Like I'm just sort of, I, I like, I like being on the, the steep part of the S curve. Mm-hmm. So I just constantly am in third gear. I just like, yeah, and then I just yeah. move to the next thing. And I got mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't like being really good at stuff, which is yeah. great because <laughs> I don't have that problem. I'm good at plenty of things. Right. Well, I don't know necessarily being, I don't, I don't, I guess the idea is like, I don't feel like I don't need to be good at something or like, net, I, I would like to be as involved um, 
I guess I just don't want to be tied down to any one particular thing. I like floating around. I like making sure everything's okay and everyone's okay and everyone else has what they need. Um, but I wouldn't mind knowing everything that they know. I just don't always want to do that one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't. I don't think any time <laughs> in the near future that <laughs> yeah, would right. be a problem. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, Somebody asked you asked me about my background. So what did what got you guys into this? What uh, I like the expert use of tools. Basic. So this is obviously not a direct answer to your question, but if you need like a, in a follow the money sort of way, if you need to understand literally anything I do for any reason, mm-hmm. I like using tools well, and film. Is full of tools. Lots of them. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking tools. I do remember that shelf you had in your kitchen, and or actually, excuse me, what would have been a normal person's dining room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> full of absolute, just nothing but power tools. Look, I, expertly <laughs> using a kitchen table is very difficult. If, but on the other hand, if that kitchen table is full of tools, <laughs> no. So, so the real answer to that question is, um, we, uh, Ryan and I, and Ryan, your your thing goes back farther, and I'll. I'll just do the 30-second plug here. But we were doing movie reviews, mm-hmm. but, uh, me, Ryan, and Nicole. Okay. We got through about 70 movies. and That's a lot. Uh, we did it for years. I, okay. We did it for a long time. And you, like, recording or writing? Uh, they're all recorded. Okay. They're, all re- yeah. they're all recorded. Okay. And, I, I mean, if I do say so myself, I think we were very good at it in the grand scheme of things like for someone for people with no access whatsoever we were easily we were in near the top percentile in terms of like in terms of what we were conveying producing and putting out i think i think we were doing a very good job however (laughs) um i without the actual productive side of this i was feeling a tension of it being a consumptive activity we were we were watching movies and basically giving takes on it, which is like my least favorite thing in the world. I don't like I'm fine analyzing it, mm-hmm. um, but it's it, the the actual just judgment I I find to be it, it's weird. I have like an almost like moral aversion to that. Like I have to be making something if I'm going to be specifically if I'm going to be broadcasting out into the world. Um, so. That got shut down. There were a bunch of factors involved in the machination log basically like going down during the COVID times. There was there was a bunch of stuff that came together, which actually none of which had to do with the pandemic. It was all coincidental just okay. in the timing of it. Um, but the movie crew was one of the things that suffered for it. Uh, I wanted to get to the other side so that we had more interesting things to say. Because again, we don't we don't have anything that is not on the screen to talk about. Like we have our personal lives, which in no way intersects with film, mm-hmm. and we have whatever is actually on the screen. And that is limiting. After 70 movies, we said basically all we wanted to say about the art of filmmaking to right. the extent we understood it by the end of seven. My opinion, okay. yeah. Ryan may disagree, Nicole definitely disagrees. Okay. But I'm the one who puts the podcast together. So you felt like, so any, shit. Any, <laughs> like any future reviews would just be a permutation of what came before. Yeah, it, and it felt like we were getting to the point of recycling sometimes. Like, I don't, I, I didn't like that. Oh, it sounds like you're just on the cusp of success. <laughs> exactly. No, we had almost mastered the craft, and I don't tolerate that. Um, so, so instead, what we're doing, we'll go back to reviewing movies once we get a couple of these films in the can. Once I feel like we have something we... Once we have something to say, I mean, you had mentioned, I think, before we turned yeah. all this on, that's like, you know, you would be, you know, you, 
if you were to do a podcast, what would you talk about? I mean, I have that, I have that specific guilt constantly. Like I don't, and that was part of the reason the podcast got shut down because it was running from like 2014 through 19. I mean, there's hundreds of episodes of the machination log. Yeah. Um, and at some point in 2020, I just, I basically like judged that I was, I I had nothing worth saying. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't, I I needed to recharge or I needed to just do something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And making, like, and making films is one of those things. Okay. So. Yeah. Cause like even like a podcast, I really, really enjoy watching. Like they're on like 60, 70 episodes, something. But now they, they talk about how like for that week they'll go like if they're, they're having a boring week or whatever, they'll like think of things or like if someone sends them an invitation that they might not have taken, they'll take it just to go have that experience to talk about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're doing that, like, now, yeah, I still think it's funny, and they're and they're great. And I'll listen to everything that they say. Sure, but like, if you're, I've like, got a couple if, of those too. Yeah, yeah. but if you're like a, just a normal person, like I don't, like, and you're trying to go to manufacture things that you're then only to just go and then talk about the whole process seems pretty disingenuous. So. <laughs> well, and we had hit like not like the outer reaches. I'm not saying like, oh, we, man, we were fucking out there, but like we had like I think the movies we were also doing, you know, ha- had. Um, you know, we because we were we were we were kind of like conscious that we wanted to like do great movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and watch and review, like <clears throat> supposedly, like you know, like so, like Lawrence of Arabia, you know, like top, yeah. you know, like the movie, right? Um, and then so we ha- and then we also did like some really esoteric stuff as well, but like higher end on the art art house, and then we were like building in themes that we were working through, and it was kind of like. You know, it felt natural to kind of like end it, and then like the last one we did was what Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Tinker Taylor, we came back after a year and a half on that one, and that one was good. Like, I, it was an excellent review that was completely unnecessary. You'd be better off just watching the movie, which you could do in less time than it takes to listen to oh, the podcast. That's 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 a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> that's a rough one. So, but that like, podcast was three hours. But also, right, like we, and it's great. It's an out. <laughs> it is an outstanding podcast. Yeah. about that movie. Uh huh. And totally unnecessary. And like, we, it's just, like, we, you could, if, if you had never listened to us before, sure, listen to that. Excellent. But if you had listened to the previous 69 episodes, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Well, it was funny because we had, like, after not, it kind of, like, signaled that we could have not, we could have stopped or we should have stopped. Was that, like, after a year and a half, we, like, got back together again? And it was like, were there any cobwebs? Were there any rust? No. We were fucking honed. We were ready yeah. to go. We were still in a space in a mindset that we could just like like 20 minutes of warm up and we just yeah, went just bang this fucking thing out immediately and, uh so yeah it was time to go over uh and so like you know like watching a lot of movies right like i think like so we talk about like what got us into this kind of stuff right like why are we making movies? so like i fucking love movies like i have always loved movies and more so than like anything i don't like watching things i like watching movies and um so I went to film school, local local community college film school. When I uh, got out of high school, I did like TV production, never like intently, but like so. Like I was always kind of around it, and then I PA'd and volunteered on some film sets while I was younger. And the same thing too, right? Like the, one of the worst things, and I was helping out with uh, local film festivals as well. Like so, like, oh, the okay. Central Florida Film so you're Fest. You're in the sauce. I was trying to right, like, and I was trying to integrate myself into that world, and um, and then I visited LA around this time as well. Um, and like all this, like gave me a really bad taste in my mouth, right? Like I was like, no, I don't like, I don't want to, 
I, I felt that filmmaking was nothing more than like talking about yourself to other people. And like filmmaking was like a, a an outgrowth of that <laughs> rather than like you make movies and then you like people, we, we, t- we get together and talk about our movies. No, what I found was, and what I felt was, and this is naive, but, uh, and a little one's short sighted. What it felt like was like, no, people got together and talked about themselves. Um, and then like someone like, and then a movie was like somehow, related to that and i was like i don't fucking like this like i don't like myself i don't you know like i don't like anything about myself i don't want to fucking i don't i don't like want to lie about myself like this is bullshit um and so uh but then also right like i did want to make a movie but at the time so like this is like the late 90s to the early 2000s right like so your options are incredibly expensive film which requires a huge amount of connections and in a big house in a big house at least and, one big house <laughs> and fucking lights like because even if you shoot on 16 millimeter right like you still um you know like it fucking it costs baby like it really costs so and i was like cash you know I was poor right so like you weren't able to like you couldn't do it and then your other option was fucking dv and dv looked like shit unless you were and it wasn't what I wanted to do, right? Unless, like, I think the most effective digital video stuff that comes out of that time period is stuff that, like, is meant to look like someone shot it on DV, which is, like, Blair Witch Project kind of stuff as well, right? Like, it is something It's literally that, an aesthetic. Yes. And yeah. if you're... Unless you're willing to embrace that, which I was not willing to do, I was like, I'm not... I don't want to do something like this. And, like, anything, it, like, falls apart, right? But, like, my movie-loving experience does not go away, right? Like, I'm, so I'm, like, watching, like, a movie a day, easy, like, for, like, 20 years, and... um and then we do the movie crew where it's like, no, we're going to like intentionally watch movies. And then we're like analyzing and breaking them down and thinking like what what's interesting about this, what's not interesting about this. Um, and then like suddenly David's like, you know, like in the very machination like experience, like, you know, we could do this. And I'm like, I, yeah. like we could do this. And he's like, yeah, we could do this. And I'm like, all right, well, let's let's see what we can do. And um, okay. and yeah. yeah, since we weren't podcasting, we had a lot of free time yeah. <laughs> together. It also technically... I. As much of my life as I can get away with is uh, centered around elaborate goofs. So one of the other things, <laughs> the, the real actual spark behind filming uh, films was Nicole made an offhand comment at one point about being, I, I forget who she said, and I don't even think it was an actor. Is it as an actress? Um... Was that she moved out of LA just at the time when she could have been on the exact trajectory of some other person. Again, I the person she said may have been a model. I don't actually know. But this is really all, this is all really me just like being mildly spiteful and saying it's like, okay, well, did you have the chops? So Nicole's not starring in any of these movies yet, but uh, okay. the first big one is going to be starring her. I don't yeah. know what it's going to be about. You're throwing the gauntlet down? Yeah. Yeah. But that's basically what this is. This is, okay. this is a Years many, in the making. <laughs> many month, many month, many thousands of my dollars specifically. No one else, like everyone else has like chipped in. Mm-hmm. I have spent considerably more money than everybody else right. on let's this project, be, and I'm glad to do so. Yeah, let's be clear. No one's asked David <laughs> right. for anything. No, I can just, <laughs> I can like, just see it now in the future. You just David's like, you need a lens, and I'm like, do we? Like this lens? Like yeah. <laughs> I just I just imagine you unveiling all of this to Nicole and being like, do you remember that one offhand comment you made that one time six years ago? Let's see, and because I do, I I love that. That's yeah. like my favorite thing. Calling people's bluff on like just totally trivial shit is uh, so much fun. It's just a good, it's a good clean way to live. So yeah, yeah. 
when you got the money for it. So, and I do currently. So, fuck right. it. I might as well spend it on something. Mm-hmm. So she she's slowly walking into a trap that she doesn't know is closing in around her. She, I mean, I hope she does because I've mentioned <laughs> it on the podcast twice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so right. I, I I would assume. So she's willingly walking into this trap. She knows. She knows what she said. <laughs> she, right. she knows. Okay. But thankfully, it's fun along the way too. So, um, yeah. So all that uh, for film three. Yeah, so we're uh, making a movie. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. All right. uh, Matt, I needed you for film three. I, film three was going to originally be um, a little navel gazy around YouTube. Uh, it was a, a a somewhat technically complicated um, scene of two. Yeah, a commentary on the idea of YouTube being a terrible place for short film. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was too much. It, it was. It's a little too like glitzy, and if we don't actually pull it off on a technical level, I don't want to do it. Also, it demands two cameras, and I, I don't know that I want to buy a second camera yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're doing for film three is a um, is like everything else in this project, a very personal and uh, petty, not quite grievance, but basically like <laughs> poking a thumb in the eye of uh, Ryan's ambitions when he was younger to put out a podcast about historical events. Um, Ryan's not the only person who suffered with a specific thing. I'm perfectly like, I'm perfectly familiar with the pressure point. I'm going to be like putting my thumb on here Mm -hmm. where it will basically be him weaving a narrative and we have to figure out visually how to represent this, but there's a ton of options. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, putting, connecting the dots together, getting a script put together, doing all of this stuff. And then, um, uh, someone knocks at the door. <clears throat> and uh, the next three minutes are reality confronting Ryan slash me slash whoever decides to watch this film. Um in the way that I, I imagine most, I mean, certainly every creative person has had this problem. Like if you like making things, you will be very familiar with the specter of being walked in on and realizing that you are not even remotely as prepared or done or what, what you have is, does not meet your expectations, does not meet their expectations. And that's where you come in (laughs) because I need someone who cleans up in a suit and has a very evil laugh. And all right, so you need some you, smug asshole. And you and you immediately came to mind. Perfect. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't know how well I clean up in a suit, but I can We're going to find I out. I can laugh evilly. We're, we're going to find out because I need you I I need you <laughs> to laugh at the paucity of Ryan's output. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Thankfully, you don't have to. Just bring that laugh. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'll start working on it. Yeah. So, as part of a meta commentary that I've alluded to several times already, I haven't written the script for this yet. So, it's all up in my head. Okay. So and do I, you... I've been through the first three minutes of this. Okay. And we're going to have a pre-production meeting where I get to experience the last three minutes mm-hmm. of this not actually coming together. Because I think... There's more going on than there actually is in mm-hmm. reality. Um, I could also just start showing up occasionally to your house while you're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> while you're unawares and just laugh outside the door and leave. Yeah, no, <laughs> look again. It's I'm focusing on Ryan specifically because Ryan is going to be 
is going to be the talent here. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to need your address, Ryan. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got I got all the I got all the internal inspiration. I got to record on... myself doing a bunch of laughs and just text them to you occasionally. That sounds so, good. Yeah, okay. no, especially since the wounds have never healed. You know, like this is you know, that's, just use it. That's, just, just that's use what it. therapy is for. Okay, all right. If you've got any like journal entries about your shortcomings <laughs> or how you feel about yourself, just send them over. So, <laughs> if I could journal, that would have solved my problem at the time. To be honest with you, but that's see, but that's what's so great is that again, Matt, you're. I assume you're a creative enough person. I don't think you need his notes on this. I feel like you already... I don't need them, David. I want them. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, because if... I mean, if, if filming with your friends isn't going to be therapy, I don't know what other purpose it could serve. You might as well get that out of the way for free on yeah. the side. So. But also, I think like that's part of why I wanted to be involved is because we are friends, and like it's... I. Again, like I know that you talked about your experience with actual film crews, which mm-hmm. seems all fine and dandy, but like it's it's just like a job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just want to have friends with the buds, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be doing that. Uh, Pre production will start um, imminently, probably next weekend, and uh, we'll go from there. But uh, I had it's not quite. It's not quite as dire as I put it out. I had a script written for this film, and I deliberately deleted it because I didn't like the first draft of it. But I know I know there's seven minutes that can be produced out of this idea. I just didn't like the first version of it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna rewrite it. But mm-hmm. um, or I'm lying to myself, one or the other, I, and we'll find out. Yeah, we'll okay. find out pretty shortly. <clears throat> just desserts will be served. That's correct. Point. No, and, and it would make perfect <laughs> sense if this blows up in my face. Just poetically it makes perfect sense right so but yeah once it does that we'll just pick up the pieces and we'll make a fucking movie out of it we just all install home security cameras pointing (laughs) into your home (laughs) yeah and just film you trying to write this and that's the film i thought about that back you know in the heydays of twitch when they weren't totally sure what it was going to be for i thought about the whole you know just like true and show 20 yeah just a 24 7 cam of Mm -hmm. just filming stuff in the house just leaving it all the time I'm sure there's got to be literally hundreds of people that do that, but uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, I, I don't know about like a whole house setup where like as you like go from room to room, but there's definitely people that do uh, like 24 hour, 48 hour long streams where it's just like their streams live and they like sleep in a bed that's on camera and they have someone usually they usually have someone take over overnight where it's just like some mods of their channel will like put videos up or do whatever, but hmm. yeah. That website is evil. I can't. It's not quite as bad as TikTok, but I can't. I don't know. I can't do it. It's where I'm playing. TikTok is where I've set my stake in the ground that I'm going to be an old person about. Most people, it sneaks up on them when they're no longer with it. I've decided I'm just going to choose right right here, right now, is where I'm no longer with it. Oh, yeah. I just can't. I haven't been with it. Um, I always tell people, it's like, I've only been cool one single day in my entire life. And that was the day I got to see System of a Down play live in 2006. Mm-hmm. And since then, it's just I've not been cool. I've never been, never before that, <laughs> never after it. So well, we're gonna do nothing to improve that. So, perfect. Yep. We wouldn't know how. I got to keep tried. the streak alive. Yeah. No. Hang, stick with us, kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going nowhere. Going <laughs> right here. Uh, anything else we want to cover? I like not releasing these things. Like this is like really free as well. Yeah. Like I like the idea that they like, you know, go around like the ring video and shit. Like this is definitely 
yeah. the right way to oh, go. Oh, oh, speaking of the ring video um, and how and what you're describing. So I have a very similar experience because I, I talked about we put one of them on the internet, um, but a lot of them we didn't. And so we just have like DVD copies. Yes. So a few years ago, I got a Facebook message from some literally some random person. And usually that's nothing good. And <laughs> but they they had a picture of the DVD cover of one of our movies and okay. they asked and because obviously our names are like in the credits, so they found me on <laughs> on Facebook. Put your name in the this is awesome. So, okay, yeah. But I mean it's it's all fine and dandy if it's just like our friends and maybe our family that have a copy of these these movies, but I don't I know how this person found one but they just ended up with one mm-hmm. and they said they found it at a goodwill oh very good so <laughs> they found a copy of the, one of our movies in a goodwill bin they saw the cover of it and the back cover and then purchased it yeah and then took it home watched it and then messaged me about it and i was like yeah that's that's one of the movies we put together <laughs> so that kicks if so you're, much yeah, ass. Yeah, if you're ever, if you're ever interested in a distribution method that's, i got the brand the brand just donate them to goodwill yeah. like, like, are you just like walk you can just like walk around a bunch of massive parking lots and trying to see which cars are unlocked and just leave them a copy I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah we could let's get... reverse the theft. Like, could <laughs> yeah. we do that? Like... You just post QR codes. Okay, that's true, too. Yeah. yeah. Do that. I, I mean, but like the physical media. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Giving someone, giving like a thing that they now are physically responsible for. Yeah. I think about a lot about the fucking tweet from Kanye West from years ago. He's like tweeting about how he's on a plane. Um, and now someone hands him a water bottle. He's like, now I'm going to be responsible for this water bottle. <laughs> think about it a lot. It's like, and now we have to make all these people responsible for our art, you know? <laughs> We'll look into it. <laughs> okay. We'll see. Right. We'll see what the pressing costs. I, I want know. snap cases. Can we get those snap? Because like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, we don't want the shitty we'll, ones. You yeah, gotta, and we'll, be we'll do a steelbook limited run <laughs> <laughs> with recycled steel that we find on the property. Yeah, I'm down. That's true. We can make our own steelbooks. This, so this is getting out of hand. I also did have a question. When are we bust and open that mobile home on the property? Because I feel like that's. Uh, film worthy. Uh, well, we filmed in front of it for film two. Oh, no, I want to see the inside. Oh, oh, it, God. Well, I have uh, some disappointing news. Um, that, uh, so this was the other weird thing was that like we filmed this thing, um, and then the hurricane hit. And wait, which one? Uh, Ian. Ian, yeah, the big one. Yeah, Ian. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, Ian hit, and it is like nothing is the same there anymore. Like it is like no, we can't redo fundamentally altered that space entirely. Yeah, yeah it's okay. not the same. Anymore. There's a lot of trees there that weren't there before. Yeah, and, and oh. horizontal positions. Oh, um, okay. They have like, also the also the trailer. The trailer significantly more dilapidated <laughs> than it was. Is it is it flattened or can you still almost? Go no, no, no. It's, it's getting there. Yeah, it's still dilapidating. Yeah, uh, okay. But it was half. It, it was half full of water. Yeah. So um, yeah. Well, that's, we got the rest of the half to film. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's all we got. <laughs> we have one half of our Bernie Sanders flag oh, etched on. Poor there. guy. Yeah. yeah. That's Seems part... like the perfect advertisement for Bernie. Yeah. Well, that's part of our environmental storytelling. I mean, to some extent, if we wanted to do film two B, it would yeah, be a sequel. Yeah, it would be um, interesting to have the uh, the twenty twenty five uh, global warming edition of film two okay. shot in the same location, just yeah. water up to just shoot it in boats. 
Yeah. Or like pontoons or something. Since we never mm-hmm. titled it, it'd have to be like movie title colon crisis in the climate. Or yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Yeah. I'm pitching here. There's no bad Good. ideas. <clears throat> Good pre-prog. We got uh... <laughs> yeah. Move seamlessly into, yep. Yep. Film four. Yep. That's what podcasting is like. You just sit in a chair for, you know, between mm-hmm. an hour and two hours and work four, depending on who's there yeah. and what's going on. And something happens. And then something happens. Stop.